Hi guys, I hope you've had an amazing couple of months. I know I haven't posted an episode of the podcast for a long, long time. And to be honest with you, I just haven't been on top of my game lately. That is the honest truth. I don't want to bullshit with you. I don't want to bullshit you with some stupid answer. I'm going to try and keep this as unedited as possible because I want it raw. I want the truth. I don't want some edited fancy shit. Um, So, like, all the future episodes will be as unedited as possible. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to showing you what I've got in store. We've got some amazing guests coming up, some people which are probably way out of my league. Um, but like big, big rappers, dancers, actors, athletes, like great, great people. This episode is just basically talking about my vision for the future, what I want to achieve in life. I hope you have an absolutely awesome week and feel free to hit me up on Instagram DM if you have any questions or my Facebook page. Thank you for hitting 120,000 followers. Let's get into the podcast. So, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I debated getting a $400 microphone the other day because now I'm in Australia. I'm currently in Melbourne. Uh, In two days' time, I'm going to Perth, which will be absolutely incredible. So that'll be great. But, like, I thought about it. And that's really not what I want to do. I do not want one of those podcasts where I sit down for an hour, two hours every single day with a proper microphone talk about life. That's just not what I'm about. That's not who I am. And so... There's a... Oh, there's a motorbike. Damn, that's loud. I don't know if you can hear that or not. Um, anyway, yeah, that's just not what I'm about. And so, like, these episodes, I want them to be raw. I want them to be the truth. Because there's so many types of content out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, where everybody's fronting, everybody's showing you a perceived reality of what the life is like. They're showing you what you, they want you to see when in reality is totally different. Like, they might be showing you a private jet or a day on a yacht, but in reality, chances are they just rented it for the day. Like, it's not... Most of the time, it's not actually theirs. And so I want to use the same logic with this podcast. I just want it to be raw. I want it to be the truth because that's what I am. I want it to be totally transparent. I'm going to tell you when I'm having a bad day. I'm going to tell you when things are down, things aren't great, what I'm feeling, because that's ultimately what I want it to be. I want it to be a documentation of my thoughts and, of course, people who I respect. And every single one of those people will be somebody who I have a deep amount of respect for, who I absolutely love. Like, there's going to be athletes, as I said in the intro, There's going to be rappers, singers, like, actors, so many people who I respect within culture, and they're respected for a reason, it's because they're honest, they show who they are, that's why they've been successful, and that's what I want to achieve with this podcast. I've said that about three times, wow. Um, Wow, that's just, like, incredible. But yeah, a lot of... So let's just get back to the beginning, because I haven't posted a podcast since... 
I started growing my own fan base, my audience, whatever you want to call it, and things have just gone batshit crazy. Um, oh, I got an email. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, like, things have just gone batshit crazy very, very recently. Uh, for example, like, I now have 120,000 followers. What the fuck? Um... Yeah, that's on Facebook. Basically, as a lot of you know, I was very, very good at understanding algorithms of different social media platforms. And that's why I ended up working at the Wall of Comedy in Unilad several years ago. I wanted to understand the platform. And I figured that working at one of the biggest outlets on Facebook would be the best way to go about it. And so literally, I worked for free for... About a year, 18 months, although obviously I got paid for little bits and pieces, depending on what it was. But, like, I made enough to sustain myself financially, of course. Like, it would be stupid not to. But, like, for the actual articles which I wrote, which I spent at least three to four hours a day on, I wasn't getting paid for that. And so, yeah... The, that basically built the foundation for what I've just recently gone and achieved. Basically, what I did was I used the Facebook algorithm and also the Facebook ad platform to get myself a giant following. Like, wow. I did spend way over a thousand, two thousand dollars on it though, so. Um, but yeah, like. Admittedly, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you, it's not in the USA or Canada. Um, I looked at my analytics the other day, and the majority of it is like Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, uh, South Africa. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head now. United Arab Emirates, so like Dubai, Abu Dhabi, like, and also Bali and like. Great, great, anyway, great, great, great places which I will be travelling to. All those locations are super relevant to my ambitions. Um, The targeting was super strategic and I am just so, so happy with the results. If you're not following me already, it's facebook.com slash manlywhitetravel. Definitely drop me a message on there and let me know what you think of the page. But yeah, that's been great, honestly. I'm lost for words right now because I spent so much time just wanting to be able to be successful for myself. <sighs> wow. Get emotional here. Um didn't mean to do that. Like I remember in January I was sitting in Sydney Harbour. I was only there for three days. And I was literally about to fly back to the UK. And I didn't have much money to my name at the time. Literally, I blew all of my Australian trip last year. I worked in Australia for like six months. And I said to myself, that the next time I come back, the next time I visit Sydney Harbour, the next time I stand here in front of the Opera House and Harbour Bridge would be when I'm well known, when I have a decent following of 50,000 people. Um, And at the rate I'm going, I'm easily going to triple that in under a year and I am so sorry for getting emotional right now and I'm going to keep this in because I want it to be completely raw normally I'd edit it out but I want it just feels so surreal that I've gone and achieved this it feels so amazing that I said I'd do something and I went out and did it now a lot of you will be thinking to yourself 
well, why would I want to advertise on Facebook? Why would I want to grow on Facebook? And to be honest, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. That's one of the main reasons I chose Facebook initially. So many people are focused on Instagram right now because it's 30-40% organic reach with a lot of posts. But, like, when the organic reach... It's owned by Facebook, as you know. And when the organic reach drops to, like, 1-2-3%, people will be like, what the fuck? Um, they won't know what to do with themselves, whilst Facebook has already had that happen to it, and so... If I, like, I'm not vulnerable to the algorithm, like, why put organic reach on a pedestal when the pay product is just so good? Literally, like, if I wanted to run for president, which I might do one day, I'm not ruling it out, I'm putting it out there, I can literally target people interested in the Democratic Party, Labour Party, whatever you want to call it, left-wing, you know, have an interest in travel which live in a 30-mile radius of a certain location. It's ridiculous. Um, the targeting capabilities on Facebook are incredible. Like, I've built my audience up to 120,000 roughly now, I think. Maybe 121. It'll be 130 by Christmas, easy. Probably 200, actually, with the right things are coming. Um, but yeah, like, that's just incredible. And obviously, I'll do the same with Instagram at some point. Like, I'm going to grow that to at least 50 by the end of the year. Uh, at Travel Guide Australia, if you're not already following me, cheeky plug there. Um, and yeah, it's so surreal just talking about it, like, what the fuck? And obviously, as you build a social presence, it gives you a lot of credibility. For example, like, now, I can easily DM influencers with 100,000, 200,000 followers on Instagram and be like, hey, what's up? Uh, we're in the same city during these times. Do you want to meet up? And a lot of the time, the answer is now yes, because they see my following on Facebook. And they're like, well, this guy's got decent social credibility. I'd love to collaborate with him. Um, and restaurants are hitting me up. Cafes are hitting me up. Technology companies are hitting me up. Um, like, it's becoming ridiculous. It's becoming crazy. And quite honestly, I love it. It's like controlled chaos. It's incredible. Um... But yeah, like, it gives me a lot of leverage, I guess, social credibility, whatever you want to call it, because tonight, as soon as I finish recording this episode, I have no idea how long it's going to be, I'm literally going to go on Instagram for five hours and DM people in locations that I'm going to be travelling to. So literally, I'm going to DM influencers in Bali, Thailand, Singapore, Malaysia, well, Kuala Lumpur. Uh, Sydney, Brisbane, the Gold Coast, Auckland, Christchurch, Wellington, and so many other places. Literally hundreds of influencers I'm just going to generate a great relationship with. And that will allow me to create a lot of great content with them when I meet up. It will allow me to sort of have someone to actually be with when I'm there. To, like, hang out with if I don't already know anyone. Like... And also, if we're hanging out, chances are, like, we'll be tagging each other in a couple of posts, so I'll also grow my following. Like, it was very, very strategic, I've got to be honest with you. But I definitely think it was one of the most amazing things that I've ever done for my career, because now I do have this social credibility, this social proof, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And people are paying attention. Like, I was talking to some people in multiple foreign governments the other day, and they listen to what I say, they like what I say, and yeah. Because I have this established following, 
And for the record, yes, it is real, people. <laughs> for some reason, there's absolute idiots out there who think otherwise, but... I'll do a meal-up, actually, at some point when I'm in Asia and also Europe. I'll, I'll probably do one in, I know, Bali, probably... Where else do I have a big fan base in Asia? Bali, Tokyo... Uh, I wouldn't mind doing one in the Philippines. That'd be quite fun. And then also places like Paris and Marseille, like... Basically, my European fan base, it's not, like, massive, but it's still a good 20,000. Um, it is mainly France and, like, the Mediterranean, so, like, Italy and Spain, a little bit of Portugal. So, yeah, probably, basically, France, possibly do a Barcelona and Madrid one as well when I'm in Europe. That'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, like... This episode was just a nice little intro one. I hope that you like the longer episodes. In the next one, I'm going to be talking about... <laughs> was stupid? Not stupid. Ridiculous. Because I've been talking to a lot of very influential figures within culture. Like, you definitely know a lot of them. Um big, big CEOs and things like that, and they're all going, holy shit, but you're accomplishing this at 19 years old, like, what are you going to be accomplishing in 20 years? Like, there's a real chance that you could be president or prime minister at this rate. And, like, although it started off as a joke, it's starting to become a possibility. And, like, as I said earlier in this episode, there's a probable chance that at some point in my lifetime I shall run for office. Yeah. I definitely think that's possible. Or at the very least become the ambassador to Australia, I think would be a good one. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Also Foreign Secretary. Yeah, basically something around that. Actually, fuck the next episode. Let's just talk about it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll try and get an interview or a Q&A or something for the next episode. Basically, I'm going to try and make them, like, three times a week. Because, as you know, I tried doing them, like, every day for the, like, past few months. And the quality suffered. I'm prepared to admit that. I'm prepared to admit it suffered. Like... A lot of people think that their content is the best, and I can openly say it wasn't. However, actually, I would say that the content was good, but the quality of it wasn't. Um, yeah, I think that would be a good way to put it, because people wanted longer episodes, and that is what I am trying to give you right now. Um, yeah. So, as many of you know, I have... Actually, I don't even think you know this, some of you. Basically, I have quite a strong presence within the electronic music scene. I'm friends with probably most big producers you can think of. And also know a lot of people who work for, like, the media within EDM. I used to work for EDM.com, so, like, that helped. <laughs> Um, yeah, and also, as I've mentioned, I'm growing in the travel scene, I'm meeting a lot of travel influencers, I'm also putting out pretty regular vlogs, probably two, three times a week, so definitely check those out on my Facebook page, and I'm going to try and see if I can get them up on TV as well, IGTV, actually, how is it said? Let me know, actually, let me know, is it TV or IGTV, because... I hear people saying it differently, and I'm not quite sure. Feel free to email me, matt at thelilywhiteorganisation.com. I have my own email now. It's insane. I'll make sure that's in the description of this episode, in case you can't spell. I don't mean that in a horrible way. But you know what I mean, because like, the British and the American spell organisation differently. And it's spelt with a Z, not an S, at least in my email, that's how it is. So if you spell it a different way to how I'm doing it, I'll make sure it's in the email. That's what I meant. 
But yeah, like, so many music producers are scared to chase their dream. A lot of them, they want to become this big, big DJ, this big, big producer, playing shows around the world, travelling, getting millions of streams on every episode. And it's like, they have great ambition. Like, I'm not going to deny that. I think it's incredible. But the one thing that always lets them down is that they're scared of failure. They're not scared of failing, they're scared of others' opinions when they fail. Because what they don't want is their friend from high school, their mother, their father, their teacher, whoever, saying, I told you so. I told you you wouldn't be successful. It's a difficult industry, you had too much audacity. They don't want to be seen as that wannabe who try to be famous. But, like, we see so many people going up against the norm now. Uh, a girl which has my attention, I'm going to get so much hate for this, is Baby Ariel. Um, she just literally said, fuck the halos, I'm doing my own thing. I don't think she said it quite like that, but you get the idea. Um, and she went against what people said. She wasn't afraid of failure. She just did her own thing. And she's become very successful now. She's got a ton of followers. I'm going to try and get her on the podcast at some point. I think it would be cool to have a chat. Um, and she's got a great music career. And despite what you think of TikTok musically, whatever you want to call it, it is undeniable that that girl has a great work ethic. Like, I don't think that's debatable. Like, she works really hard. Like, I don't know her personally, but from what I've seen, I can respect that. And so, like, the truth is that you simply don't know the alternative if you try. Like, or don't try. I'm not... My brain's not functioning right now. Wow. Like... Trying to think how I put this. You can sit there and dwell every single time that you're not going to be successful, you're not going to achieve things, you're afraid of, I don't know, vlogging in public or something stupid. You're afraid of what people will think of your music if you put it out there because you just want it to be perfect. You want the million streams on your first release, which is ridiculous. Um... And so a lot of people just put it on the back burner, they don't put much effort in, and they go into, like, passive mode. They don't exactly stop what they're doing, but they don't put their full potential into it. And so they just don't become successful. Because, like, you can sit there and, well, you're not going to make an impact on the industry... Or alternatively, like, you can grind 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 hours a day and just simply making sure that every day you're getting closer towards your dream. Like, if you want to be playing shows worldwide as a music producer, it's probably a good idea to start in your own country. <laughs> or at least, like, if you're in a small country like the Netherlands then you can expand to Belgium and France and Germany. That's not a problem. But you get what I'm saying. Like, why not look at every single EDM club within your country or neighbouring countries, states, whatever, and literally just hit them all up? 99% of them will say no, and that's how it is. But, like... One, two, three clubs may say, yeah, sure, we'll have you come play. You do those shows and then you can use them as leverage to get bigger clubs and just build that momentum, keep the snowball effect, keep it going. And before you know it, you're being asked to go to the other side of the world, all expenses paid, several thousand dollars in the bank to do a show. Like, this is possible, guys. Like... Ultimately, the choice is yours. 
You can achieve pretty much anything you want to achieve. The question is, are you prepared to work for it? Are you prepared to go out there? Or are you just going to sit on your ass? That's all I'm asking you. But as many as you know, the world is at a crossroads. I don't think I have to explain myself on that. There's multiple political climates around the world. Which are turbulent to say the least. And my MacBook has just frozen. I don't know if it's still recording or not. Yes, we're still recording. Awesome. Um, but yeah, like there's so many multiple turbulent political climates around the world. You've got Donald Trump in the USA. You've got the Brazilian president which recently got elected and so many other places and although their intent may be good sure like I'm not going to deny that um Donald Trump in terms some things he's done like for example I'm gonna get so much hate for this but I really don't care some things he's done or even just signed off on because I know you're gonna go at me have a go at me, saying that he didn't exactly do it, he just signed off on it. But he has made some changes which have impacted society for the better. For example, the Music Modernization Act, which he signed off on, I believe, last month. He's created a lot of jobs within the economy. And, yeah, like, the economy is on the rise. Of course, that may be a coincidence, but whilst he's in office, it is on the rise, it hasn't fallen, so that's a good thing, right? Um, that said, I do not agree with a lot of his politics at all, and I do not agree with his morals in terms of respecting women and all of that, so let's just put that out there. I'm not in favour of anything like that. Um, but yeah, there are so many issues which trouble our society. And also the future of our planet. And so we can sit back, we can do nothing like many, many people do. Or we can step up, we can take action and create a change in this world. And that's what I'm going to try and do over the coming years, over the coming decades. Look, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not. I've done some stupid shit in my life. And for those of you listening who went to high school with me, in college, you can definitely testify to that. Like, I did some stupid shit. But one thing that I am good at, that I am capable of, is raising awareness for what I believe in. When I started to grow a fan base, I got criticised a lot because I wasn't growing it in the USA. And quite frankly, that criticism is the most stupid thing I've ever heard. Like, there's, I'm not a geography expert, but there's something like seven and a half billion people on this planet. And just because I'm not advertising in a country of 300 million, does that make me irrelevant? Does that make me incapable? Does that mean that all my fans are fake or whatever stupid things that people have said? No. That's, there's literally... 7 billion or so people out there left, like, I'm pretty sure that India and China both have a couple billion combined in population, like, India's a great market, like, I'd be more than happy to grow a fan base in India, I love the people of India, they're great, great people. Um, and so yeah, many people didn't see the point, but it was very, very strategic. Because behind closed doors, I've been discussing with several very key influential figures, I think that's one way to put it, um, ways to create an impact on the entire world, our society, our freedom. And trust me, they are loving what I'm saying. They're loving what I'm doing. They're seeing how young I am. They're seeing what I'm up to, what my plans are for the future, and they know there's a strong possibility that I will achieve anything I set out to do. One thing which I think is important is education. 
Many people around the world do not have access to an education. It's quite simple. I remember my days in primary school and high school. I've got to be honest with you, I was not the perfect student. Okay, I didn't fail my classes, but I didn't exactly excel in them either. Uh, actually, business I did okay in. Uh, Mr. Kalia and Mr. Tyler, props to you, I guess. Um, if you're listening, hey, what's up? Cheers. Um, anyway. Like, I, I'm not a fan of the current school system. I'm really not. I think it needs to be reformed. It needs to be changed. And I will definitely talk about that in a future episode. But I do think that education... Not the school system. Education is something that is just so important and so useful. And a lot of these people without an access to education do not have a lot of money. I was reading a statistic the other day. I don't know if it's accurate, but it's pretty spot on. That a third of the world's population lives on less than five US dollars a day. Like, that's ridiculous to me. I spent at least 60 today. That's it, I did go out for lunch for Hernando, so that explains half of it. But (laughs) you, you get the idea, like, it's not a lot of money. Like... The fact that you're even listening to this podcast is probably a sign that you have some sort of wealth. Sure, you may not be able to afford the latest iPhone every time or go on vacation 12 times a year. But if you have a roof over your head, if you had some sort of education, if you have a car or your parents have a car or whatever, and you have access to food and water. You're lucky, and I don't think many of us have that in perspective right now. We really don't. Actually, speaking of perspective, I was with a guy called Simba today for lunch. He's one of my friends on Facebook. We were in the same city at the same time, so I thought, why don't we love Fernando's? And uh, we literally had this chat about the water and, like, how many people don't have access to it. And I literally, at that point, just in the middle of the conversation, I got up, I went to the bar, the checkout, whatever you want to call it, and just literally grabbed a massive jug of water, two glasses, went back to the table and poured it. And it was like, we are so lucky right now that it like takes me 30 seconds to go up to grab some water, literally anywhere in the city or at home or whatever, to grab some water, clean drinking water, and to be able to drink it. Some people have to walk miles just for that. Lots and lots of miles. It's horrific. And it's free. Like, I've paid... Zero for that border. Zero. And so, yeah, like... I think we need to go put things in perspective. I'm really tempted, actually, to take a trip to Cambodia and a couple of other places which are fairly uh, underprivileged, I guess you could say. Because I really want to get more perspective. I want to just show the world how lucky everybody is. And I think that once the entertainment industry, once people on social media gain perspective of how lucky we are to live, to have this opportunity, this abundance, like, I don't think people will complain anymore. Literally, when you put things into perspective right now, Some people don't have access to clean drinking water. And there's fuckers out here in Australia complaining that the barista put the wrong milk in their cappuccino. You know, like, it's... It's stupid. It's ridiculous. I can't believe it. 
I, I'm lost for words right now. And normally I would be editing this slight little bit of rage out, but I'm going to keep it in because I really want this to be totally... Fuck, I'm actually pretty far in. Um, I didn't realise I've been talking for this long. Wow. Let me know if you like these episodes. Uh, or not. Let me know because I really appreciate your feedback. But yeah, I really want to go to Cambodia and like quite a few places around Southeast Asia uh, to gain this perspective. Like, imagine an underprivileged child being able to gain free access to an education. No matter where they are in the world. It's one of the reasons why over the next couple months, over the next couple of years, I'm going to be using my platform, like all my social media followings, which I'm going to grow to a million followers. I'm telling you now, I will have a million followers by the end of next year. Um, and yeah, basically myself and a couple of other people are just going to be teaching people actionable things in life, like how to make money when you don't have any, how to use the internet to get money from your passion. So basically how to get clients on Fiverr, that kind of thing, literally walking them through step by step of exactly how you get a client to get money because so many people are offering tutorials on how to set up an account on Fiverr or something cute. But like not many people are actually talking about how they get clients and actually get the money. They want to keep it for themselves. Fuck that. Like, imagine a single mother simply having peace of mind that each of her babies will grow up to be in an educated. That they will be spectacular members of society. I want to teach people skills and knowledge that will help them to allow and pursue whatever ambitions they have, whatever things they want within life. That is a future, that is a vision I believe in. Because no matter what country you are from, we can all agree that everyone is entitled to an education. It truly benefits society. Just the thought of helping thousands, millions of people gain an education, knowledge, a future, and ultimately helping lift them above the poverty line. That's inspiring. That's a legacy. Like, I, right now, like, this is so hard to comprehend. It's hard to comprehend for me, so I'm sure that a lot of you will be struggling to see where I'm getting up to. Like, I have empathy for that. I'm just plugging my MacBook in because it's on 2%. Hold on. But, like, there we go. Oh, shit. Is it even plugged in? No. Oh, stupid thing. There we go. I'm sorry about that. Um, but the thought that I can use, like, try to think how I say this. As I said previously, my following is not necessarily in the richest countries in the world. Okay, sure, I have Australia, New Zealand, France, Spain, Portugal, whatever. But I also have people in Southeast Asia, South America, um, those kind of places who may not necessarily be the most wealthy people in the world. And so the fact that I can literally use my knowledge to teach them how to get money when they have nothing, to be able to help them earn that extra 100 200 $300 a week, like, that's incredible. The fact that I can literally help lift them above the poverty line to create a career for themselves out of their passion and do that on a big scale, like, it's so hard to comprehend, but if I can pull it off, then that'll be incredible. Every single move of my career has been strategically planned, and I'm just going to put it out there. Um, I've actually had my previous boss on this podcast before. Check out the interview with Ethan Bear. I believe it was published in June, so you have to scroll back quite a way. But he's the owner of EDM.com. 
literally the only reason I became a journalist there was for the sole purpose of understanding the media. How to, how to efficiently work with news broadcasters and generate an amazing network within the entertainment industry. Like, now I'm able to use that knowledge, I'm able to use what I learn and apply it to my personal brand, to helping others gain an education, putting myself in the media, to create an amazing movement of helping to inspire another generation. Because ultimately, if I'm able to lift people out of poverty, if I'm able to help them not be depressed within life, to love what they do, to love every single day, to wake up happy, knowing that they are grateful, to not be socially anxious, like these are all things that I'm going to try and teach them. Then, like, that's a, that's a real impact. And so this is simply the next step in my life. I'm using my knowledge to bring about change in the world. Over the next few months, you'll see me dominate social media. Uh, like, right now, I'm developing strategies for LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Reddit, like, Spotify. Also, I'm going to make sure this podcast gets in the top 100. It's going to be a top 100 podcast at some point, I'm telling you. Um, like, I'm going to dominate the entire media space. I have the capability to do it. I have the resources to do it. And quite frankly, you know, it's not a bad thing saying that I'm in the top 100. Speaking of the top 100, uh, I released a single back in October 2016, I believe it was. It was called Beautiful. Uh, it was a native cancer research UK, raised about $1,000. It was pretty decent. Um, and I remember two days before release, it was up for pre-order. And I got a ton of people to pre-order. It was only like $2 for the entire album. It was super cheap. And I remember... I've still got the screenshot. I might post that on my Facebook at some point in the next few months. Anyway. I was literally above Ed Sheeran in the album chart at one point. <laughs> like, that was my first ever single as well. And so, yeah, I guess I've always been super ambitious to achieve what I want to achieve. And so when I say I'll go do something, there's a good chance I'll do it. And, like, I'm definitely going to be working with a lot of foreign governments, so definitely stay tuned for that. I'm not going to say too much, but you'll love it. I'm not saying this whole thing will be easy though, like, I've got a stupidly big ambition, sometimes I wish it was a bit less, but what can I do? And it's something that many, many people admire me for. I know it's not going to take months, it will take years, most likely decades, and I'm aware of that, I'm self-aware to know that it's not going to be a very short-term ROI type thing. It's going to be in for the long haul. But if I'm able to pull it off, and most people think I will, then that's one hell of a legacy, lifting thousands of people above the poverty line in third world countries, helping... Oh, something's happening. Um, I'm staying in an apartment above the main road. Just had a police car. I don't know if my mic picked that up or not. But yeah, like... I'm going to lift people above the poverty line. I'm going to help people not be depressed. I'm not going to say cure depression because I'm not... I don't, don't want to say that, but... I'm definitely going to make an impact on people's attitude and gratitude towards life. And to be able to do that within several years 
but just be one hell of a legacy, like, I know for a fact, I mean, I've got a flight on Thursday, and I know for a fact that there is a possibility that I may not be around much longer. I don't know, it may be two days, for all I know, my plane may crash on Thursday, I'm going to make sure this goes out before then. But, like, I, I hope it doesn't, obviously, but, like, I know that life is short and we've only got one shot of this. So, oh, I'm getting emotional again. So many of you are acting like you're coming back. You're, you're procrastinating, you're playing around thinking you've got loads of time. When in reality, okay, sure, you might do. But you just never know. And so you just got to make use of your time. You've got to make use of the opportunity. Seize the moment whilst you can. Which is why I work so hard, because ultimately I know that if I am gone in two days, two years, 20 years, 80 years, whatever, then no matter when it is, then people can have some, I don't think of the word, closure, knowing that I did what I wanted to do. And that I loved every single moment of my life. Yeah. And that I made the most of it. I don't know when it will be. I've lost friends, which is why I'm getting emotional right now. I've lost five, at least five or six friends already at such a young age. And to know that life can be gone in an instant, it's not easy, but you just can't make the most of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> I've had billionaires, celebrities that I've always admired reach out to me already, and they're like in awe of what I'm accomplishing at such a young age. And believe me when I say that this is just the beginning. This is the start of a new future. Because no matter your race, your gender, your political views, or your nationality, we can all agree that a collaborative, respectful humanity is the best way forward. I'm sorry, so, so sorry for getting emotional right now. Because so many people are caught up in greed. They're caught up in what's good for themselves. They're self-centered. But like, Elon Musk is a guy I just love. He's using his life to benefit the future of mankind, the planet. Like, his business Tesla, he wants a competition because more electric cars on the roads, electric cars, is surely a good thing. And so if other people are like me who want or just simply have the ambition to try and change the world, like whether they're successful or not, we need more people like that. I know it, you know it, we all know it, like, it needs to change because the world is at a crossroads right now. And so, I get a lot of messages asking me, hey Matt, like, I agree with your views a lot, would you consider becoming Prime Minister one day in your life, President, whatever? And I've got to be honest with you. It's not something which I aspire to do immediately in the slightest, but 
if the timing was right and I believed that I could make a real big change in the world, then yeah, of course I'd do it. Of course I would. It's a no-brainer. Not for the sake of being Prime Minister, not for the sake of being President, or simply being a candidate, like, I'm not even saying I'll win, but... For the sake of trying to make the world a better place. And I don't know what my legacy will be, I need to figure that out. But if I end up being known as somebody who helped change the world, who literally transformed people's lives, who helped them through dark times, through a dark place, then yeah, I'd be happy with myself. Anyway, I'm going to try to get emotional right now, Dan. That's the end of the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I know it's much, much longer than normal. (sighs) If you haven't already, I hate saying this, subscribe. (laughs) Wow. And leave a rating. Like, actually, don't leave a rating if you don't want to, but... Leaving a rating on iTunes, Google Play, or your favourite podcast platform can just allow this to be reached by more people and for more people to know that it's something worth listening to. And for anybody who does on any platform at all, or if you just simply share it on your social media feed, I love you and I respect you. And if you just send me a screenshot to my email... I'll make sure I reply to you and give you some love back because I respect you a lot. And so, yeah, if you want to leave your feedback on it, on iTunes or any other place, feel free. Even if it's negative, like, I love the negative feedback. Please, I'm more than happy to hear it. But don't be, like, only negative. Try and make it constructive criticism because... That way I will actually listen to you and I will try to make a difference. But yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I shall see you in a couple of days. See ya.